From JMI Wealth, Andrew Kelleher, good morning. Good morning, Mike. Righto, signed in, set to go. How's the market reacted to the new government? Yeah, so we've got a coalition, as you say, we're sworn in and they're getting on with the job. And I'm being asked, does this have an impact on financial markets? And I think before the election, I made the comment that election results in themselves don't often don't sort of move markets. It's the economic forces in the background that do, and they don't change overnight. But certainly, you know, policy and legislation can have an impact. So here's some broad comments um, in no particular order. Um, it's early days. That would be the first one. I mean, we've had policy announcements uh, but now we need to get the rubber on the road, uh, to use uh, cliche number one for the morning. So legislation is passed, and to use cliche number two, the devil is in the detail. Um, so we should just need to see what the actual is in that legislation. Uh, I did say earlier on that business confidence has and will uh, tend to stay higher under a centre-right government, um, and we have sort of, you know, we've been saying that for some time, that the litmus test is how does this translate into real action, sort of real, real sort of stuff. And the key area here is business investment. Confidence is a key factor in, in people actually investing into a business. So we should see some improvement there. And we're more likely now to see business-friendly policies, things sort of targeting efficiency and competitiveness. So that sort of tends to be, that would be a positive, I think, to see better returns from the local share market. Obviously, in the employment policy changes sit in that, in that bucket as well. Uh, broader economic issues, you know, irrespective of the new coalition, unemployment was already lifting. Now, in the short to medium term, the new coalition government could contribute to that through smaller government sort of payrolls, a reduction in the, the number of government uh, employees. I think interest rate markets, Mike, are probably the financial market that may see the most immediate reaction. And this is where that fiscal update comes into play. Now, I'm not sure what's happened in the last sort of 24 hours, but uh, are we still expecting to see that fiscal update before Christmas? Do you, I mean, what's yes, the Yes, we are. Yeah, I think we are. Yeah. So, yeah. And so that the state of the government books is, is paramount here, but Treasury were warning before the election that there was plenty of uh, risk in the forecast operating balances. And the comments that I've seen in the last couple of days from uh, the Prime Minister and the incoming Minister of Finance suggest we need to prepare ourselves for those challenges. Uh, implications here are significant because what's the projected tax stake? That's their revenue. What does that mean for their ability to spend and importantly, the debt forecasts? Now, inflation, a material part of all this discussion, slower growth, rising unemployment could actually help lower inflation. That will potentially uh, accelerate falls in the official cash rate. We've obviously got monetary policy statement this week from the RBNZ. I think the RBNZ will lean against the market anticipating that. They won't want us to do that just yet. So we need to see the fiscal update and we need to see the coalition government response to that fiscal update. That's potentially market moving for interest rates. Specifically, Mike, housing construction markets, you've got positives here like interest deductibility, potential changes to building consent processes, more infrastructure deals, if we can get the capacity to, to get those, so potentially positive for that sector. And then banking sector, they have talked about uh, focusing on competition in the banking yeah. sector. Good for consumers. Uh, we need to see whether that actually has an impact on bank profits, though. So those are probably the broad comments I've made. Indeed. Uh, Convita, I read, now tell me this, uh, are they bullish on China eventually, or are they just saying it can't last forever, therefore things will get better? I couldn't work it out. 
Well, I think they were saying it will improve. So Convita, listed NZX company, synonymous with Manuka Honey, uh, not the biggest listed company, uh, company on the market, but exporting, so subject to the whims of consumers in those offshore markets. They released a trading update yesterday. It wasn't a good one. Uh, a couple of comments that I think are notable. They said general consumer sales and sentiment in China and North America have been negatively impacted by broader concerns over the economy. And in the US in particular, inflation's impacted on discretionary expenditure, so it's harder to sell what we make. Their revenue might, for the first four months of the year, down 10% on last year. Uh, that translates into a bigger fall in earnings, potentially a 20% fall in earnings. But they do say they think it's temporary. They did, they did say that November was more positive, 11.5% right. uh, fall in the share price yesterday, so the market's not quite on board with that just yet. I need some numbers. You do need some numbers. Well, fortunately, I'm the man to give those yes, to you, Mike. Uh, yeah, uh, down 76 points on the Dow Jones at the moment, 35,314. That's about a 0.2% fall. The S&P 500 flirting with sort of a little bit up and down, 4,555. It's down four points at the moment. But the Nasdaq in positive territory, up about a quarter of a percent, 14,282. Uh, the FTSE 100 down 0.37% overnight, 7,460. Uh, the Nikkei lost just over half a percent, 33,000. 447. Shanghai Composite was down 9, 3031. The Australasian markets were weaker yesterday. The A6200 lost 53 points, three quarters of a percent, 6987 the close, and the N650 lost 55 points, 0.49 a percent, 11,155. Kiwi dollar uh, continues to stay stronger, 0.6087 against the US, 0.9227 against the Aussie. 0.5565 euro, 0.4827 pounds, 90.62 Japanese yen. Uh, the gold bugs will be pleased to see gold above $2,000, $2,010, and Brent crude hovering around 80 bucks, $80.28. I'll see you tomorrow. Appreciate it as always. Andrew Kelleher, jmiwealth.co.nz. For more from the Mike Hosking Breakfast, listen live to News Talk ZB from 6 a.m. weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.